What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Cut. Sean, Christian, and Randy are here for all of your mediocre fantasy football advice. What's going on, gentlemen? Well, you know, just living life. Uh, it's a Monday night, which is a weird recording day, and I'm, I'm definitely feeling it. It feels good. Uh, it's, it doesn't feel good in my house. Still no AC. Fuck this company I'm running from. They can get strangled. I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> but other than that... Really enjoying life. Hello. What a heater to start the episode. Listen, Hello. I don't need to get started on them. Oh. Also, I hope they don't listen because that's a threat and I can probably go to jail. <laughs> this, dude. <laughs> Randy, you got anything to follow that one? Uh, no, just uh, hit by the allergies after my first day of working outside. First day in months and get allergy attack the next day. <laughs> I know how it well, feels, man. Yeah. Well. I don't, but well, I, I umpire, so I, I deal with outside sometimes. Not as much, but I get it. You're like that dude from, uh, uh, what's that, what's the freaking baseball movie uh, with the beef stew? They fart in the face. Benchwarmers? Yeah. Yes, yeah, Benchwarmers, duh, yeah. But the dude that's afraid of the sun, that's Sean right now. You're still out. You're <laughs> still fat. My friends and I like to quote that all the time. That's um, good. <laughs> good movie. Um, all right. So uh, what we're going to do today is um, we are going to do a 12-team mock draft. Uh, it's almost the middle of June, so things like this are going to be ramping up uh, everywhere you look. So we're going to uh, do that in standard league. Um, no Superflex, much to Christian's dismay this time, but we figured we should switch it up a little bit because I know not everybody plays in Superflex. They're not all Christian. Um, even though Christian does believe that's the way to go. And you can, they're starting to get more popular. But um, So one quarterback, two running back, three wide receivers, tight end. Uh, we took out defense and kickers because you shouldn't need either of them. But before we start with that, I do want to mention um, we will be tweeting within the next couple of days. Uh, we are starting our inaugural uh, The Cut Listener League. So we are going to have some spots open. Um, what We're going to have a little bit of a contest on how to do it uh, to, to join the, to join the league. Cause there's only limited spots available. Um, we will explain in detail through our tweets, how to enter. Uh, the one thing I do want to mention is that the winner of the league, it's, it's no buy-in or anything like that, but the winner of the league will get a signed Jersey of a player on their team and that we will send you guys and uh, an automatic bid for the league uh, in 2021. Um, so that's definitely something to look forward to. Um, and like I said, we'll tweet out kind of the specifics of how to enter, but you have a Jersey coming your way if you win that league. And if it goes to us, not sure what we're going to do. Honestly, I want to win the league. Not sure how we're going to do the prize stuff, but we'll figure that out. We'll discuss it it later. (laughs) Yes. But, um, we will announce the league members July 12th. So be on the lookout for that tweet. You should be seeing it coming within the next couple of days. Uh, it's our, our uh, social media manager is, is on it and he will, he will get it out. No, the social media managers, Chris, I just thought it would sound more professional. Especially what we are not. (laughs) Accurate. Yeah. All right. Christian, do you guys have anything to add about that before we dive into this today? Very excited to do it. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Um, it should be uh, it should be a good time. Obviously, we get ultra competitive when it comes to the three of us and Brandon being in leagues together, so that'll be good. 
Uh, all right, so let's get into this here. We did a uh, hundred, a little hundred yard, hundred yard dash simulator to see where our picks landed, and Randy ended up winning. Which I'm not going to make. I'm not going to make any joke. I'll make it. I'll I'm, make not it. Make, I'm not going to make a joke. <laughs> Ten yard dash, I'd have somewhat of a chance, but just because I could explode <laughs> out. But the it's true. Hundred, you know. Randy's tight end one. Draft him. Tight end one, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, so Randy, this is gonna get a little interesting though, because Randy has the first pick, and then Christian and I are back to back. Christian has nine, I have ten, so I'm sure we will, uh, we will, we will get into uh, some arguments here. But uh, Randy, are you ready to be on the clock, good sir? Yes, I am. Let's go ahead and start. Let me go ahead and begin. Here we go. And Randy's on the clock. All right, eight well, hours to pick. Eight hours to pick. Well, I that's what I. Did. This is just a PPR, not Superflex, so the choice is between Barkley and McCaffrey for sure. I'm just going to stick with CMC and go with it. I also just want to point out that you you know it's not an actual league because I got a good pick. Like, I never pick first. <laughs> it's always the end of the round, no matter what. Only yeah. time I ever get is for this stuff. This and movie drafts and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. All right, yeah, but CMC at one. No, it's just who I'm going. I, you could, you're not going wrong with Barkley, but that's just who I want to go with. All right, Makes yeah. Sense. So, so we see uh, four running backs straight come off the board: uh, Barkley, Kamara, Zeke, Michael Thomas, Dalvin <laughs> Cook, jo- Derrick Henry, and Josh Jacobs to Christian. So we had one receiver and seven running backs come off. Now, before Christian makes his pick, I do want to mention Dalvin Cook was taken at 106. The news broke today that he is not going to be taking part in any team activities until he gets a quote. Well, ah, crap. What was the actual word? Reasonable. Reasonable extension to his contract. Now, Christian and I definitely have differentiating viewpoints when it comes to this. I personally think that you got it's June 8th and the season doesn't start until September. They're going to figure something out. I don't think they want to miss out on Cook playing for them this year. But Christian seems to be at the other end of the spectrum. Um, for some reason, he doesn't think that teams pay quarterback pay running backs anymore, even though Ezekiel Elliott had a $9 million extension at the beginning of last season. But that's beside the point. Um, well, but, do, you think, do you think Dalvin Cook is on Zeke's level? Well, no. But, he's on the no, field. But, but, he's close, at least. Yeah, right. and I don't think paying the running back is dead. And I also don't think they want to put all of their eggs into Alexander Madison. I mean, that dude is a second-year guy that barely, that only got carries when Cook had to be spelled last year. Yeah, he, he looks good when he comes in, but he's only coming in for, at best, 10 carries a game. So. Right. I mean, he, yeah. only had, he only had 100. He had 100 total attempts in 2019. Yeah, that's... Yeah, but I, I think he's a guy that could take on that workload. I don't... I obviously don't think he's as good as Dalvin Cook, but... I also think that you've got a guy who really was injured his first two years of his contract. Obviously, he's emerged as a pretty reliable guy, but still got injured last year. I'd be skeptical to give him the bag. Um, But I also didn't realize until a couple hours ago, actually, that the Vikings actually do have like $11 million in cap space this year. Uh, So I assume that the Diggs trade and the Kirk Cousins restructure kind of freed up some, some money and Maybe I'll I'll change my stance a little bit because before they were over the cap, so 
now they're do it. Under. And, and giving him the bag is kind of a it's kind of up in the air statement right now. We don't know really what he's asking. Like he he could be like Derek Henry. Like well, here's see, what. But. And for the latest news on Sleeper, shout out to the Sleeper app. Uh, it does say that he wants to match or surpass the $13 million a year that David Johnson is currently making. And if, if you're going to pay David Johnson $13 mil and you're not going to pay Dalvin Cook, I think that's nuts. Yeah. But the David Johnson deal came... Didn't, didn't he get that deal Yeah, in 2016 or 2017? Something like that. Yeah, yeah but I think that, mean, that makes it a, a very fair price and... My eyes. I mean, oh, I mean, the dude's twenty-four years old. He's asking for the top running back money from three years ago. I mean, yeah, I, that's, that's reasonable. I he's yeah he like he's not asking. Obviously, it's fair, but he's not asking for Zeke money. Like no one's going to get Zeke money. And you can also pad a signing bonus into the cap this year. So hopefully it gets done. Hopefully there's no holdout. Hopefully, yeah. I just I just think that with it being June, I think with it being June. I, I I just struggle to see why they want to figure something out. I mean, I don't think they want to miss out on that. Yeah. yeah. But we digress here. So uh, after all that talk, Christian, you are on the clock with the 109. Yeah, I'm running out of time here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, this is an easy pick for me. Uh, the ninth pick in the draft should really never be the second best receiver and arguably the first best receiver if Michael Thomas – Died, um, but Devonte. Wow! Devontae, well, yeah, yeah. If he Why? died, Devonte Adams is the best receiver, right? But he didn't. But Devonte Adams is my pick. <laughs> Why couldn't he just like that was break like a finger, really or, like, twist an ankle? Like right? he had to, yeah. he had to brutally die. <laughs> because I think even with those things, Michael Thomas is still better. But yeah, Devonte Adams. I'll take the second best receiver at the ninth overall pick. We might be going zero running back, boys. So, well, all right. How that works out. Hey, hey, my team is fine. <laughs> fine. My team ended if you, up good. If it you come up. out of the draft, you're like, my team's fine. I, I don't think okay. that's good. But everybody kind of thinks that, oh, their team's just okay. Plus, it's a dynasty league, so who freaking knows, man? I, I always think my team's amazing. I would Stay. like to – I will put DeAndre Hopkins, Chris Godwin, and Kenny Galladay up against anybody else's receiving core. That's true. You can have Debo, too. I You're do. on the clock, no. dude. I know. So this one is a little bit tougher for me because uh, that first tier of Thomas and Adams is gone. And to be honest, in a – obviously, Dynasty, I was totally okay taking Hopkins because he's still young and he's still a stud. But in a redraft league where Hopkins is now going to be on a new team, I mean, we saw it with Beckham last year. Now, granted, Beckham was hurt. The offense was just a mess. But you don't usually see a lot of production year one in the new offense, especially for receivers when it comes to fantasy. So I'm looking at his teammate right now as the guy I would want to draft. And to me, it's absolutely insane that Kenyon Drake is my next, like, would be my next choice here. But I guess I just forget how good he was when he was traded to Arizona. And the fact that now that David Johnson is gone, like, Kenyon Drake is it. Like, he's the guy there. Timeout. You take Kenyon Drake over Mixon and Chubb? Over Hopkins? <laughs> yes, yes, and yes. Um, the pro- here's, the pro- here's, the pro- hey, here's the problem with Joe Mixon. Who knows if he's going to hold out? Here's the problem with Nick Chubb. We don't know how he's going to be with a full season of Kareem Hunt. 
We yeah. know it's going to be good. But <laughs> who's taking carries away from Kenny Drake? Uh, you know, Benjamin. The seventh-round rookie? No thanks. Uh, Chase Edmonds showed out when he was on the field last year. Just saying. Sure. His but there's a reason that they traded for Kenny Drake and then re-signed Kenny. It's, yeah, but they only signed him to a one-year tender so just, far. Just, just take Kenny Drake. I just want to see how this goes for you. Yeah, same. I actually, I hope one of these running backs get back to me. It's they're not gonna. But. Same, I will, that's same. I will take Kenny Drake, and uh, we see Nick Chubb so or DeAndre Hopkins, Nick Chubb, Tyreek Hill, and Julio Jones come off the board, which is back so to me. Bad. Hey, Christian, you know who I'm going to take? I'm, I'm going to so take Joe bad. Mixon. That's fine. <laughs> Such bullshit. That's fine. I mean, it's not, but like. <laughs> The eleventh team doubling up on receivers instead of getting Joe Mixon. So dumb. <laughs> so right. I was able to start my draft with Kenyon Drake and Joe Mixon, and now I feel much, much better about my decision. In an order that would surprise you. <laughs> that actually leaves me with an extremely tough decision because hey, we dude. just talked about Aaron Jones. All for real. Uh, we talked about Aaron Jones in our weekly poll last week. I still think he's an RB one. We've got Austin Eckler on the board. We've got Miles Sanders. And I have high hopes for all three of these guys. I think I'm staying away from Eckler just because I'm unsure of the role that he's going to take with Tyrod or Herbert. Miles Sanders has been comped to Christian McCaffrey um, in just the terms of how their rookie years went and the outlook coming into the following year. Aaron Jones has... Uh, a lot of competition behind him. So I'm going Miles Sanders. Fuck it. Let's do it. Let's see how it goes. Pat, so, we see, so we see back-to-back quarterbacks come off. Holy crap. Running backs are going like hotcakes here. So we had Miles, So Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Austin Eckler, and Aaron Jones come off the board along with Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. So we see the first two quarterbacks. And Travis Kelsey and Chris Godwin, which brings it back to Randy. Yup. Yup. Uh, <laughs> George Kittle. No, no. Uh, so, yeah, uh, pretty much everybody I was targeting kind of just went off there. So, for me, my decisions between uh, probably Galladay and Mike Evans, and I mean, Fortnite's in the discussion and Kittle, but I'm going to go Galladay here for this pick. Uh, you have just, to think that just the way this draft is going, that we are going to start to see running backs come off the board here too. Or I'm sorry, wide receivers. Yes. Which is why, hmm. You know what? I, I'm going to do something I generally don't do. And Two receivers. No, I, I'm going to take Kittle with my other pick. Interesting. I tried that in our Dynasty League, and I'm feeling really good about it, man. Yeah. So I've so, never got early tight end. Yes. I I mean I feel strong at three positions right now, but I need the next I need the depth now. Yeah. All right, I'm on the clock. Uh looks like after so we Kittle, see Fournette, Evans, Bell, Gurley, Gordon, God. Beckham, and Thielen. This is just straight fucked, dude. Uh I am not enjoying this draft thus far. He's just straight up not having a good time, bro. <laughs> So the top running backs on Sleeper's board, David Johnson, hard pass. Sean, you can have him. Take him. Uh, James Conner, harder pass. I would take him. Uh, Chris Carson is intriguing. David Montgomery, I am very high on. Devin Singletary, 
Brandy believes in, so I believe in. Um, receivers, we've got Juju still sitting there, Calvin Ridley, Amari Cooper, Cooper Cup. Uh, I, I don't pass Amari. I was like, what the hell? Wait, so we've got Amari and Allen Robinson sitting here. Holy shit! Yeah. Um, I hate not taking a running back though, knowing that about four are about to go before my next pick. Um, I am gonna roll with Allen Robinson, target hog. That's, makes it makes it easy a, for me because I will go Amari Cooper. I think that, I think that's right by both of you. Let let the weeding out process go for the running backs and pick up the turn. Yeah, except they three of them went. I'm pissed. Yeah. So we yeah. see David Johnson, who I think is due for a bounce back season. James Conner. Juju Smith-Schuster and Chris Carson, so it's back to me. Christian seems to be fucked when it comes to receiving running backs, which I'm happy about. Well, mm-hmm. I guess not really because he still has two of his targets. But um, I'm going to take a look here. So now that Kittle and Kelsey are off the board, I'm not really going to worry about tight ends right away. But I feel good about Drake and Mixon and Cooper. Um, this one, there are a couple guys that I like here. Um, Keenan Allen. Uh, is someone that hasn't is, isn't being talked about nearly enough. Um, just what he's going to be able to do for that offense. Um, DJ Moore, who is by far the wide receiver one there in Carolina, and is getting a new quarterback at Teddy Bridgewater. You know what? I think if I didn't do this, it would be a shame to myself. So I am going to take as my wide receiver two, Robert Woods. Yeah, you have to. Um, man, this kind of sucks. So I went Allen Robinson, knowing full well that Montgomery could potentially get back to me, and now I'm not taking Montgomery. Um, there's Devin Singletary on the board. There's Raheem Mostert, who I have shares of. There's Jonathan Taylor, who I am pretty high on this year. In redraft, I'm a little more skeptical because I might not be able to use him for four weeks. Um, and... We might do something a little risky here, boys. Uh, we've we've got DJ Moore, Cooper Cup, Calvin Ridley on the board, Keenan Allen as well. A um, little early for Allen, in my opinion. I I can't risk, man. I know I can't. I can't be this risky. I can't risk not getting another running back. I'm gonna roll with. Oh all right, uh, it's Devin Singletary as my RB two. That's kind of gross. I don't. I already like my draft better than Christians. Well, good thing it's fake. <laughs> <laughs> so Montgomery comes off the next pick, and then Cooper Cup, DJ Moore, Raheem Mostert. So that gives uh, the pick number five, uh, three running backs already. Calvin Ridley, T.Y. Hilton, and DK Metcalf. So it's back to Randy. Yeah, that's a real kick in the nuts, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> that's not great for me. <laughs> the running backs are looking rough, boys. So yeah, they are. Sure are. Man, it's it's forcing me to take a running back, which I don't really want to here. But that's I'll take I'll take Jonathan Taylor just to have a body. Um, a warm and then, body. And then I'll go with AJ Brown. Oh, Be a little fuck different. You. Both the young guy, dude. That one number, the third pick is now four receivers. That's fine. All right, so then we see Mark Ingram, Keenan Allen, Mark Andrews, Zach Ertz. So two more tight ends off the board: Stephon Diggs, Cortland Sutton, and Kyler Murray. Back to Christian at the five oh nine. 
Uh, I quit. Um, <laughs> exits. <laughs> Christian exits. So the running backs available are Cam Akers, Kareem Hunt, DeAndre Swift, Sonny Michelle. They vomit everywhere. Uh, the receivers available, Debo Samuel, Tyler Lockett, DJ Chark, Terry McLaurin. AJ Green, not even worthy of being right here. Gross. Um, and <sighs> fuck, this sucks. This is the worst. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with Tyler Lockett because the wide receiver two in his own offense. He's the wide receiver one. Don't get it wrong. We'll see. All right. So that means for me, because I already have two running backs and two receivers, I can kind of go best player available mentality like i said because this is just a standard uh league i don't really necessarily care about a tight end as much unless someone jumps off the board and right now i mean you have darren waller uh but i just i don't know i want to get your guys' thoughts because they did sign jason Witten, and then they like to use <laughs> Austin moreau last year like that has to take like make waller take a hit well he's going to take a hit because he was Basically, they're only offense for half the year. Yeah, That's very true. I don't. I wouldn't be worried about Witten and Moreau that much, but because uh, especially Witten, tight ends. That's fair. So I am looking at the board here, and with us having a three receiver starting league, I wouldn't mind grabbing a third one to kind of fill out those two spots. And I'm between two guys here, and I am going to go with the one that has a better quarterback and is their coaches have been raving about the fact that they think he can do even more this year. But I will take DJ Shark. Okay. I was very confused when I was going. <laughs> All right. So then we see Cam Akers, Kareem Hunt, Darren Waller, and Debo Samuel. All Fuck right. So. <laughs> You're really so negative, Christian. <laughs> well, look at the running backs, man. This is gross. You're, look at yours running backs compared to mine. I don't like them, dude. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. You're starting day one, no matter what. That's true. So for me, like Christian was talking about, the running backs are a little rough here. Um, there's not a ton of uh, big-name guys that you could take. Probably Sony Michelle is the only one in this group that is even a starter, and that's what they large asterisk uh, with Damian Harris. So this one... Hmm. Now, I'm, I'm between two picks here, and I am kind of considering the stack. But then I would be going against my late-round QB philosophy. That's all right. You can test it. Yeah, dude. That's what mocks are all about, testing your mistakes. Yep, and I'm making why's, a lot of them. Why's it got to be a mistake? Well, uh, it's you. Uh, <laughs> you'll never know if it was a mistake, really. Yeah, it's it's more testosterone. That's why I did the three different positions to start. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, because Prescott has fallen to the sixth round and I'd like to get the stack with Amari Cooper, I'm going to go ahead and take that pick. Yeah, that, that, that actually makes my decision easier because I hate all the running backs left uh, for the most part. I have a late target, but I'm not going to talk about him because I don't want you guys to steal him. Uh, so I'm actually going to roll with the stack as well, and I'm going to get Russell Wilson to pair with Tyler Lockett. Sixth round is really, really early for a quarterback for me, but... As, as, as is, is for me, but... Yeah. 
So we see McLaurin, Swift, Marquise Brown, AJ Green, Sony Michelle, Rob Gronkowski, and Jarvis Landry. So Randy is looking at two running backs, two receivers, and a tight end. Man, AJ Green went before Jarvis Landry. That's that's something. I know you guys are bigger believers in AJ, but that's still something. Oh, Man, better. Is- he's got a better quarterback. He's healthy. He's still I, the wide receiver. I one. thought you meant a better quarterback than the Browns. I was going to challenge you, but then I no. understood. Yes. Joe Burrow is it, a better quarterback than Andy Dalton. That was what I was getting. Is he healthy, though? That's the real question. I'm not buying it. <laughs> <laughs> Do whatever you want, man. Um, Man, I really don't like this, uh, like at all. This is not a great turnaround. Um... I'm going to take the shot on Geis, because I need a running back. And then... Oh, God. Um, I don't want to... So... Shut up. I think the correct play here would be to take Watson. But I don't want all three of us to have done that. (laughs) Basically, (laughs) take a quarterback right here. So... See if there's an upside guy I really like. I also like the Geist pick. I think he, if he can stay on the field, I think eventually they're going to hand the keys to him over 55 year old Adrian Peterson. I agree. Uh, I'm going to go Devonta Parker to round out my receivers. That's pretty smart. And you're fucked on quarterbacks. How did Tom Brady go on the seventh? Jesus Christ. I to to be honest. To be honest with you, I feel like that is going to be something that we see. Yeah, probably. So uh, let me just announce, and you guys probably could have guessed, but my target was Ronald Jones, and he went two fucking picks before <laughs> me. Jesus. This is terrible. Because Christian is the largest Keyshawn Vaughn hater I've ever seen. Um, no. So we, we, see Damian, we see Damian Williams, Deshaun Watson, Tom Brady back-to-back. Then Keyshawn Vaughn goes before Ronald Jones, Will Fuller, Ronald Jones, and Brandon Cooks. I, w- I would like to point out, when we were doing the draft – process with just me and Christian, AJ Dillard, Michael Pittman, and Keyshawn Vaughn were all like low mid-round picks for Christian at the start. And I was like, hey, maybe you should look at these guys because they're really good. Now he's all about all of them. I Except mean, Keyshawn. He, he hates Keyshawn Vaughn. I, I, see the I see the tweets that Christian likes. I It's not that I hate Keyshawn. It's that I love Ronald Jones. I think that he was really good last year. And Arian is just a dick. Um and didn't put him on the field. Um, I I am going to take a little bit of a risk here um, because I need another running back to feel comfortable. I only have three receivers, but obviously in a three starting receiver league, that's fine. Um, I didn't go get Jonathan Taylor. I want to take Marlon back just to entice Randy with a trade later, but uh, Randy and I don't trade together, so I'm going to take J.K. Dobbins because I think he'll have some standalone value even if he's not the starter in yeah. Baltimore. That's fine. Um, so I will go ahead and get to my pick here. So I'm looking at a couple guys. Uh, like I said, I'm, now I'm kind of just a uh, – I start to fill out the rest of my roster type. Um I have been high on one certain player who has a new home this offseason, and I don't know if I'm dumb for saying it, but I think he is efficient when he is on the field, and people kind of forget about him a lot. But 
Jordan Howard is now with the Dolphins, and yes, they traded for Matt Breida, but Jordan Howard is usually a early down guy, whereas I think I could you could see Matt Breida kind of slide into the uh, spell slash third down rule. So, and I think of the two, Jordan Howard is more likely to get the goal line work. So that's my third running back. I'm going to go ahead and take Jordan Howard. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to argue with you. Uh, well, with the garbage that was left on the board, yeah. I actually like it. Yeah, because, I mean, I did consider James White, but I I have a couple shares of him already in leagues that I've already drafted, so I'd like, I wanted to go a little differently here. So I will go ahead and I'm going to go with him and then Taking a look at the board here, so you got Tyler Boyd, Darius Slayton, and Emmanuel Sanders as the uh, top three receivers on the board here. And I could argue that with T. Higgins coming in, I don't know who's going to take a hit in that passing game in Cincinnati. And to me, I figured that if if it was going to be one of the two, it would be more Tyler Boyd than A.J. Green. But I know you guys kind of don't necessarily agree with that. Uh, Randy does. Keep you up. <laughs> so I, I I don't mind Boyd here, but I am going to go ahead and take a little bit of a shot here as my third at Darius Slate. That's your fourth receiver. Oh, my fourth, you're right. And. Let's just keep the wide receiver train rolling. So I'm actually going to go ahead and reach because I've missed out on some targets and I don't have a pick for a while. Um, So I'm looking at Marvin Jones Jr. and Jamison Crowder, two guys that are always vastly underrated. Uh, Jamison Crowder is going to be a target hog, but Marvin Jones Jr., when healthy, is a wide receiver two uh, and has wide receiver one potential. And with Stafford healthy, He's one of Stafford's favorite targets. If he chooses Marvin Jones on a week, it's a a week winner. So I'm going to go with Marvin Jones because he's not going to get back to me, and I'm sick of getting fucked. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Not going to touch that one. (laughs) A couple notables here. Tyler Boyd, and you see the first rookie receiver come off the board, and Jerry Judy at 8-10. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and Matt Ryan, also more quarterbacks off the board. So now we're back to Randy. All right. And our last pick before our break, I I am actually going to go with – oof. I'm going to go with Josh Allen right here. Smart. And then we'll be right back after this break. All right. Welcome back to the cut. Uh, we are on – to the ninth round in our PPR mock draft. So Randy has just taken Josh Allen to fill his quarterback position. Randy, it's back to you. Um, so I, I don't need to draft a quarterback or tight end for a long, long time now. Um, ever. If ever, yeah. So looking at the landscape here, the running back situation is getting kind of dire, while the wide receivers all still look pretty good. But I like receivers more here is the problem. But I'm going to do the smart thing, and Sean already talked about him. I'm going to take James White to get a safe fourth running back, uh, especially with guys like Darius Geis and Jonathan Taylor on my team. It's just the smart thing to do to get a guy you know is going to be playing every week. Fair. Great. 
it's all great. This is a great draft. So we see fantastic. We see Deontay Johnson, Carry on Johnson, Henry Ruggs, CD Lamb, Carson Wentz, Marlon Mack, and Tyler Higby go right before Christian. Hey, your favorite boys out there, bro. Who? Jameson? Tariq Cohen, Philip Lindsay. That's who it is. Payton Lindsay. Um, <laughs> oh, Matthew Stafford's also the top quarterback right now. Um, man, I think I have to take Philip Lindsay. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, Dude, honestly, it's, it's Philip Lindsay or Kevin Coleman. Dude, every, every team except the 11th team has a quarterback. And the sixth team has Lamar and Carson Wentz in a one quarterback league, mind you. Seems smart, yeah. <laughs> like trade pitch. So you wait There's no on trade quarterback. Bait, no quarterback. Um, all I right. Mean, like Lamar and Mahomes are like the only trade bait. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm deciding between Philip Lindsay and Tevin Coleman here, but I'm a big. Uh, Raheem Mostert believer and Tevin Coleman always disappoints um, and it, it's just tough to to know who's going to get the work and I don't like that on my team and that's why I never win leagues because I never go after the guys that can win you leagues so I'm going to go with the safer guy in Philip Lindsay because actually at this spot I think he could win some leagues so fuck it and that makes my decision a lot easier because um, I'm going to take one of, if not the best handcuffs in the league right now, especially with what we talked about earlier. So I will take Alexander Madison and hope against hope that Dalvin Cook doesn't sign. <laughs> oh, it's Stafford went. Yeah. I was kind of hoping Hayden Hurst would get back to me, but that's okay. Um, so now I would prob I could probably use a tight end here, um, because it looks like, well. There's two teams that don't have a tight end yet, and one of them is Christian's team. Um, so I think in the next two picks, he might look at that position. So I am going to side here. It's hard for me to want to pull the trigger on Austin Hooper, even though he is on the Browns this year, just because who knows what they do with him. He's not going to get the same amount of volume, I think, that he got in Atlanta just because he was pretty much it when it came to the tight ends, whereas uh, the Browns still do have Njoku. I'm going to take a guy who I always try to avoid, but it just makes sense here. I just think the volume will be there, and I'm going to take Jared Cook. Ew. Gross. Don't like it. <laughs> you do big, big non-Jared Cook believer, though. Um, who right. finished as tight end seven last year. True, yeah. true. He did. And he missed some games. But also he had Teddy Bridgewater throwing to him a lot of the year. He's, anyway. also, fin- he's also finished as the uh, a top eight tight end in two straight years. Rub it in. Cool. Great story, man. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so now I'm on the clock. I can realistically go any which way I want. Uh, I don't necessarily need to take a tight end, especially now that Sean took one and there's only one other team and I'm comfortable with a few different guys. I know some of these dumbass computer teams are going to start taking two tight ends because they're dumb. Um, and it's not tight end premium, so that doesn't even make sense. But I'm looking at Jamison Crowder. I'm looking at reaching on my boy Michael Pittman. And I know Randy's going to take him because I said that. I, but that's okay. 
No, I, I'm going to roll with you. <laughs> oh, for real? I, I do have high hopes for Michael Pittman. Even in redraft, I think he's going to be a stud. I think he's going to return a lot of value for where he's going in drafts. But I'm going to go with Jamison Crowder because I just got like two of the biggest slept-on guys in Marvin Jones Jr. and Jamison Crowder, and I feel good about it. So. Not that good. Fuck my head. <laughs> That must be nice for you. <laughs> All right. Um, this puts me in a really weird situation with my team. I really hate all the running backs here because they're all pretty much handcuffs that are left. And one is your handcuff, one is mine, so that would be smart. Uh, let's just let's just bolster this receiving core with some young guys. <laughs> let's get uh let's get Jalen Rager and let's get Michael Pittman Jr. Just as real slap in the face to Christian. Now oh is that quarterback. if you weren't if you weren't knowing who Christian is, would you really take a shot on two rookies back to back like that? Uh possibly. I, I think I would just because my other three are such studs and uh Galladay, AJ Brown, Devontae Parker that I'm fine with taking guys that should have defined roles in their offense, but it's also because I can't take Preston Williams because I have his cohort, and that would be dumb. Uh, he, and Christian took the two old, older slot guys that I would have taken, so yeah, had to get him back. All right, I'm on the clock, and I'm in a tough spot because I don't really want – Many of these handcuffs, um, it, it's hard to even call Carlos Hyde a handcuff because once Rashad Penny's back, he's not. Um, but I do believe that Tony Pollard has some standalone value despite Sean's belief that Zeke's going to get the ball 800 times this year. Um, I could take my tight end, but it seems kind of pointless considering... Tony Pollard had 86 carries in 2019, Christian. Zeke had 300. Yeah. But Tony Pollard showed that he could be that guy. So you think that they're not going to give the ball to Elliott more after they signed him to an extension and he played all of last year the, because this isn't the same scenario that last year was? Tony Pollard played receiver in college, bro. I, they have plans to get Tony Pollard on the field because he's a really good guy. Really yeah, good I, you know, people said that about Mike McCarthy and Aaron Jones too. What, what ended up happening there? You keep getting hung up on Mike McCarthy, but. He gets hung up on a lot of coaches. And Tony yeah. Pollard also had 15 receptions all of last year. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what, though, Christian. Uh, these computer teams are already taking their backup, so if you want one of the premium tight ends, I do think that's what you should do here. Yeah. So I'm looking at – yeah, I, I've that was actually the route I was going to go um, because obviously the way Sean feels, I think Pollard might get back to me. So Mike Kosicki, TJ Hawkinson – uh, John o. Smith, Eric Ebron, Dallas Goddard. What the fuck? Um, so TJ Hawkinson, I do believe in, but I don't think he's going to be. I think he'll be close to a tight end one, but not like a guaranteed. Mike Gesicki, Sean uh, statted him out pretty highly, but I do worry about Chan Gailey's offense and how they use tight ends or how they don't use tight ends. John o. Smith is basically the second target on his team. Uh, I hit with Mark Andrews last year. A lot of people did. But this was about the round I would go for him. And I think Janu has the potential to win me the league. So I'm going to go with Janu. 
So I get the feeling that there are going to be some wide receivers to go. Just looking at the counter, my counterparts here um, with their next couple picks. Um, I am going to kind of slap Christian in the face here and take Tony Pollard. I kind of <laughs> threw him off the trail there. Um, and so we see Justin Jackson, Sterling Shepard, Sammy Watkins, and Mike Williams. I am considering taking Chase Edmonds as uh, to get my own handcuff uh, for Kenyon Drake, but I'm going to take Randy's boy Preston Williams as my fifth receiver. The goat. <laughs> all right. Um, fuck. Fuck all of this. Um, <laughs> God. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna reach a little bit here. I think, but. It's a guy I keep targeting as a late-round running back that could potentially be super relevant. Um, there, there's actually three of them here. I have certain feelings about A.J. Dillon that I can't explain um, because he shouldn't really be relevant this year, but for some reason I think he will be. Boston Scott's here. That would be my handcuff. Um, Yes, that's probably going to be the pick. Uh, But the other guy is Naheem Hines, who I think will have some PPR relevance. I'm going to go with Boston Scott, though, because fuck it. need my own handcuffs. I'm big into getting my handcuffs this year because I never do it, and I always get fucked. (laughs) My only problem is I think there's only like two or three guys that are as valuable because I could see a scenario where like if Kenyon Drake goes down, they split carries between Chase Edmonds and Eno Benjamin. Um, it's, for Philly, I mean, yeah, they have Corey Clement and uh, uh, Mike Warren, but I have Boston Scott would probably be the guy. I would say that Pollard and Madison are probably the two that it's a lot of the work would go to them if their guys fell. And oh, yeah. maybe maybe Zach Moss. Yeah, Zach Moss was the other handcuff I was targeting, but he went because even because even Philip Lindsay, I think that Royce Freeman could step into it again if Melvin Gordon went down. Could mm. I hope that motherfucker gets traded? Please. Right. <laughs> All right, Randy, All right. you got seven hours left. Yeah, no. Um, I am going to take an older slot guy here in Golden Tate. Uh, just to try and bolster that receiving room. And I am going to take a guy that Christian talked about. He says that receiving room, like he has all these guys in a room together. I do. They're all huddled up together. Come on the podcast. All (laughs) Randy's receivers. Uh, Jalen Rieger, Michael Pittman. If Michael Pittman came out out of the podcast, I don't know what Christian would do. He would come on the podcast. I think that's pretty obvious. No, for real. (laughs) (laughs) It's not where he wanted to go, but you put it there. I don't know what you want from me. Um, So I think McFarlane and A.J. Dillon both have great rookie upsides, and they may need injuries to be super relevant, but Hines – is going to be relevant day one with Phil Rivers throwing the ball. That's true. He's uh, he's my Austin Eckler pick this year, by the way. Uh, he won't be that good, but he's going to have a defied role. I I th- I might be close, man. He's really good at football. Um, all right, fuck this again, once again. Um, we've got receivers on the board: Robbie Anderson, Deshaun Jackson, who I'm not touching this year. Nikhil Harry, also not touching him. Denzel Mims, I'd rather have him, but I have Jamison Crowder. 
Tyrell Williams is probably not even going to have a team. Curtis Samuel, I traded away. Larry Fitzgerald. Brandon Ayuk. Uh, Hunter Renfro. A little early for those guys. Running backs, Jamal Williams, Jalen Richard, Darrington Evans, who I also think is a pretty good handcuff. AP. Uh, oh, my God. This is, this is not good. Um, I'm going to just roll with my boy, Robbie. And I, that's all I have to say about it. Solid, bro. Yeah. All right. So I look here and I see that I have Jared Cook as a tight end. I usually don't like rostering both a backup tight end and a backup quarterback. I usually don't do that. Um, I think for this one, though, um, I'm going to take the shot on Dallas Goddard because he, to me, even without a Zach Ertz injury, he's already proven that he can be valuable enough. So I like that, uh, whereas if, if the old Jared Cook does go down or he starts to underperform with Breeze at quarterback, I will. Um, I, I, would, I would be okay with starting Goddard on a week-to-week basis just because the tight end after you get past Kittle and um, Kelsey is such a shit show. Yeah, um, I would I would have considered him at my next pick for sure. So yeah, then there are a couple guys uh, from the running back side that I'm hoping would fall back to me. But I'm gonna let that go for now. I'm gonna queue them up for later. Um, I sit here and I'm probably higher on him than I think you guys are this year, but I think Nikhil Harry in a full season is going to take a step up. So I'm going to take him as my sixth receiver here just because I, I just like the upside. And I think, like you guys have talked about, Patriots are going to need to throw a ton. Mohamed Sanu is 80 years old. Julian Edelman only runs five-yard routes. So they're going to need some kind of deep threat, and I think it becomes the keel, Harry. Interesting. Okay. Um, the, <laughs> Interesting. I, I don't like it. So – I guess my philosophy late in drafts um, is I, the last three picks, essentially, I want to be comfortable cutting those guys because I know I'm going to overreact and try to pick up at least three guys off waivers after week one. Um, so those are guys that like I want to see what I'm going to get out of them pretty early. Um, man, I want to take a shot on Deshaun Jackson here, but... I don't think I'm going to. I think I'm going to scroll down a little bit on the wide receivers because at this point, value is value. And I've got Paris Campbell. Campbell, what the fuck? Uh, Paris Campbell and James Washington. I'm going to go with James Washington. I've seen a couple of threads on Twitter recently of uh, Deontay Johnson versus James Washington. And to end the season last year, James Washington was actually the guy to have. I could see him taking a Step up. Think about who was throwing. Think about who was throwing the football last year versus who would be throwing it this year. Yeah, I mean, Roethlisberger kind of already showed that he prefers Deontay Johnson. Mm. He only had two games with him, man. I don't know. We'll see. It's worth a shot. (laughs) Um, to go off what Christian said a little bit ago, you're taking guys here that you should try and believe in, like really late. And kind of take a shot in. And for that reason, I'm not going to take any of these running backs. Um, I oof, I am going to take Brandon Ayuk to take the shot of being the number two wide receiver on that team. 
and I'm going to take a shot on Renfro taking a huge step up. Yeah, I knew that was going to happen. I don't like the running backs at all. I have a ton of receivers. I'm hoping I can wheel and deal a couple for running back probably midseason. Man, I'm really glad I took Washington and not Campbell because Campbell went off the board. Um, Actually makes me fairly sad. Um, All right, so we've got Darrington Evans, Jalen Samuels, who might not even have a team. Frank Gore. Fuck Frank Gore. Old ass. (laughs) What the? What Uh, are you doing? <laughs> he sucks for fantasy. Let's be real. Vulture's wow. um, touchdown. He does, but I'm gonna go ahead and take a shot on a guy. Oh, but which one? Um, so Joshua Kelly sitting here. He could be like an early down guy. I don't know that I necessarily believe that. Rayquell Armstead could start to take the load off of Leonard Fournette. Uh, knowing that they need to see what they get out of Rykel if Fournette leaves, so I'm going to go with him. Yeah, that was probably going to be where I was going to go. Um, but I will go with um, a guy that I personally do not like, but it's an upside pick. He's only 25 years old. He had more targets than A.J. Brown down the stretch last year. And this is kind of an upside thing just because it's the end of the draft. So I'm going to take Corey Davis with the first of my last two. I respect that. See here. So I was hoping Evan, Darrington Evans would get back, but he did not. So I am split here between Joshua Kelly and Jerick McKinnon. It's tough to want to go any of those San Francisco running backs, but I do think McKinnon could be a pass-catching running back that fits well with what Shanahan's going to want to do, and he's going to be coming off surgery, but I think he's going to be healthy going into the year. So what the hell? Like Christian said, I can always drop him. My last pick, I'm going to take Jarek McKinnon. Yep. Good for you. Um, I am just not a big fan of McKinnon. I've seen a lot of love for him, too, recently. So, Yeah, I don't understand it, especially because... They might like Jeff Wilson better. Right. I don't McKinnon. know, man. When he talks to an extent. Yeah. Well, cutting a guy talks as well. That's true. Yeah, they're going to cut him and save cap. Um, all well, right. could. <laughs> they could. Uh, so, uh, when I look at a backup quarterback that Ooh. I feel comfortable cutting, I... I don't. I don't look at backup quarterbacks. What the fuck am I thinking? Um, I mean, that's gross. Just immediately, uh, like, ah, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I knew it. It sucks because Jimmy G's there, Gardner Minshew's there. I believe in both of those guys. But Dreamable guys. Might as well wait. But this shot is going to be on Russell Gage. I know Sean loves Russell Gage. The only reason, let's be honest, the only reason I love him is because I have him on my dynasty team. What the fuck is with this runner running backs that was right there? You were going to take Bowden, weren't you? Or yeah. Who's Elijah Wilmer? Good Lord. Yeah, that was crazy. Frank Gore went. Also, Elijah Wilmer. Who is Elijah Wilmer? We're going to find out before next draft. Take Gus yeah. Edwards, Randy. He is a tight end slash running back for Green Bay. The only running back of value to me would be Pirine, but... Don't eh, you disrespect Royce Freeman? <laughs> yeah, Royce Freeman on the Broncos. I don't want. Um, yeah, 
So that means I have to take an upside wide receiver. Hey, I have some. I, let me just toss something in here because I thought okay. about doing it too. Uh, Reggie Bonifon from he's CMC's handcuff, and people are just hyping the hell out of him right now, saying that he's due for a breakout because of the Matt Rule offense. Plus, he's a handcuff. They re-signed him, so they feel confident in it. Up to you for sure, but that's somewhere I would go if I had the first pick. To me, he's a very low value handcuff because mm-hmm. I like if they don't have CMC, they're not their, their offense over. completely changes. Yeah, they're not. He's going to get touches. Don't get me wrong, but they're not turning it over to him, and he won't be the only guy getting the rock then. So, to me, unfortunately, I have to take an upside wide receiver again. Most likely a rookie. <laughs> yep. Uh, dude, well, this I Chanel, has he gone yet? Sean would love that. I that's I am who, big on I am I'm big on Chanel this year. I am gonna go Chanel just because he gives a rushing upside too. I like that's gonna be my last pick in the draft, and by God, do I have a lot you of receivers. Four rookies. Yeah, I love yeah. it. And Lord uh, knows they won't they won't do crap until mid season, so Good thing I got three strong guys up top. <laughs> All right, All right I look at my team, Sean. You hit the arrow, dummy. What? Nah. Hit the arrow. Go, go to team, uh, bro. Oh yes, uh, I'm. A, I'm in well, You're the one that has been advocating for sleeper for like three well, years so, in a row. So I I couldn't see it because I have it at half screen on my Mac. So I switched my phone because it was being impossible with my not Mac. Yeah, <laughs> my Dell laptop has been fine. I see robots out there. Right. I do want to announce that my team fucking sucks. Never again <laughs> will I do what I just did. Where did you? Where was your first? Give mistake? a rundown, Christian. My first mistake was Devonte Adams. <laughs> what? So I, I feel pretty strong. Was it, was it giving I, me I, shit? for not taking Joe Mixon or Nick Chubb and still ended up taking Joe Mixon and Kenyon Drake. Yeah, that kind of pissed me off a little bit. But also, <laughs> I got Miles Sanders, who I think is like up there with Mixon and Chubb. Um, but where I went wrong is I started going receiver heavy too early. So I, I went two and two, two running backs. Well, that's not even true. Fuck. See, I, I did that. And I went three receivers in rounds three, four, five, and I actually re- really like my team. Yeah, see, my bench is dog shit. Like certified, smelly. I mean, bench. and to be honest, to be honest with you, I think a lot of, especially this year, it's going to be a lot of that. It's going to be high end handcuffs, like a Madison or a Pollard. I happen to have both, or guys that are splitting touches like Lindsey or Jordan Howard and Matt Breida, and hell, even Ronald Jones and Keyshawn Vaughn. It's going to be. I think a lot of benches this year are going to be a lot of that. Yeah. Randy, you like your team, man? Uh, I do. Uh, obviously, my running backs leave a little bit to be desired, but uh, Josh Allen uh, pretty much locked into a QB1. And about the end of the eighth round, so between the seventh and tenth round, I think is fine picking Allen, depending on what your situation is. McCaffrey's obviously amazing, but then the running backs dip hard to Jonathan Taylor, who... We don't know his exact role yet. Uh, Darius Geis, who, if he's on the field, we know he's fantastic and has a role. 
James White, who's strictly a pass catcher that's going to get maybe five or six rushes a game. <laughs> and then it drops completely down to Naeem Hines, who is strictly going to be a pass catcher for Philip Rivers. So that's that's the weakness. But I I went about it every round saying, hey, <laughs> I need running backs, but the running backs suck here, so I'm taking a receiver. Yeah. But, I mean, receivers and – so personally, I think I wouldn't have taken Kittle and I would have reached for Fournette. Well, it's not really reach. I would have took Fournette there instead. Yeah. Uh, but that's the only thing. But Kittle is amazing. Receivers of Galladay, A.J. Brown, Devontae Parker, and then Golden Tate is a good slot guy. Renfro hopefully gets a breakout, and then a ton of rookies and Chenault, Ayuk, Pittman, <laughs> and Rager to round out their receiving core. My team has a lot of rookies. A lot. Yep. If you didn't know any better, you'd think this was a dynasty league, Randy. Uh, maybe uh, I, I feel like I've done too many dynasty league scraps. <laughs> no, they. In let's be fair, they were the best players on the board to me. They were, yeah, I, yeah. And sure. Every time, I, I don't think I I reached on anyone. Uh, like I said, the only thing maybe is taking a running back instead of Kittle, like that. And I don't think it screwed me. I think it's just going to be weird. I'm probably going to have to two for one or receivers for a running back down the road. Then for me, I think my top end is pretty loaded. Uh, like I said, being able to get Mixon to fall to me as my second running back after already taking Kenyon Drake and then going three straight with Amari Cooper, who fell on the third and I think is still a like uh, lower end or wide receiver one. Robert Woods, who we all know how high I am on him this year, and having DJ Chark fall to me in the fifth. Um, and then I, I've never – the only time I've ever had a stack that I have this year is when I lucked into Patrick Mahomes in like the 12th or 13th round as rookie year and had taken Tyree Kill in the first. That just was nuts. Um, and then I had Kareem Hunt also before he got suspended. Um, but like the Dak Cooper stack, I think could work out really well. Or if Cooper gets hurt, like is probably inevitable for him. Uh, it's bound to happen. And then uh, I think I took two of the higher, to me, the two highest end handcuffs in Madison and Pollard. I have both of them. And then uh, I, I, I know you guys probably aren't as high, but I, I think Jordan Howard is going to end up doing some good things with Miami this year. Why do we have this awkward silence? Uh, you, you, you froze hard. How did I? I, I? I heard Jor, and then I was like, okay, it's probably okay. Jordan Howard, but. Yeah. It was just, yeah, I was just saying that I think Jordan Howard is due for some big things this year because I still think he gets the early down work in Miami. Really quick, too, I do want to mention I think J.K. Dobbins is probably the highest end handcuff this year over Pollard and Madison. I, I don't know if I agree with that. I get where you're coming from, but. Well, I, but Kareem I wouldn't too. That, that's that's what I'm saying. I don't, like I don't even classify Hunt as a hand. J.K. Dobbins, Jonathan Taylor, like all these guys that are getting touches, no matter Keyshawn Vaughn, they're getting touches. Yeah, no I don't call those guys handcuffs. Yeah. I would say more of the Madison or Pollard, where if something were to happen to their starters, then they slot right into that. Starter. I think I think Edmonds is right there too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and honestly, I think Reichwell Armstead because a. They didn't pick up Fournette's fifth-year option, so Fournette's gone at the end of this year. Well, he's I don't know. Not going to be back in 2021. I, I, I don't think so. He doesn't and, like the organization, though. So right, and it, and it's very possible that, like Christian says, down the stretch, that they just 
try to see what they have in Armstead. They very well could. Uh, it's just like I said, I, I like I tend to not draft handcuffs, but this year I definitely understand. It. I think this year, for some reason, this year just feels different than a lot of other seasons. It just it feels like there's so many handcuffs that yeah. I don't. I don't know who to pick because there aren't because there's a lot of rookie. There were a lot of rookie running backs that came out, and there's a lot of uncertainty when it comes to the starters. Well, and that's the other thing when it comes to Fournette. There's another huge class of rookie running backs next year. So, like you said, they may run him into the ground. They could see what they have at Armstead. We, I, it's very hard to tell. To me, I think it's a run into the ground and see if you can work out a deal. But yeah, we'll see. A lot, Derrick Henry. Yeah, which could be the exact same thing, too, because they drafted the running back this year. Yeah, that's fair. All right, well, that's it for our mock draft. Randy and I are decently happy about our teams. Christian wants to uh, off himself for it, but it's yeah, okay. It's, it's just a mock like draft. So many trades right here because he screws it's, up his draft. And then, he, and then he complains about it until he starts trading. That's all he does is complain. Yeah, but then I make the playoffs. So <laughs> fuck it. You do. And don't win, though. Yeah, that's I win my money back. That's all I care about most of the time. But, but um, he always loses to really good teams, though. It's not like he, not like he makes mistakes. It's like the team always scores like two hundred and fifty points for no damn reason. And in 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 so weeks that it doesn't matter. Yeah, he always doesn't like. Yeah, and then he runs into a week that I have where like in the cut in the uh, armchair football league where I put up one hundred and ninety and he puts up one hundred and fifty, which is still a respectable score, but. You know, Amari Cooper scores three touchdowns, and he's just got no shot. Yes. Yeah. How, how could he assume that he would actually play a game? Like, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, move on. Damn it. <laughs> uh, it's not. It's not an episode of the cut if we don't rag on Christian. Um, so that'll do it for this episode. Like I said, be on the lookout for our tweet regarding um, our listener league. It should be coming out within the next couple of days. Uh, check out our website, obviously, officialcutpod.wordpress.com. Follow us on all the social media at the Cut FFL. And then just uh, keep leaving reviews, keep telling your friends, uh, keep asking us questions. Uh, and then we should have another poll up for this week. Uh, I would think we're going to do a Robert Woods one, and then we'll decide on kind of where we want to uh, ask the question of. I'm thinking wide receiver 12. We'll look at. We'll look at our uh, consensus rankings and go from there. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, anything else, gentlemen? Nope. Yes. Hope you guys, hope you guys have a good uh, week. Did you hear me? I said yes. I didn't say I, no. I heard you. I'm very <laughs> proud. I, so, proud yes, all I want to add is I hope you guys have a great weekend. And uh, there's no sports. I was going to say go Browns. I don't know. See, I need to say no, or I actually don't have anything to say. So. Yeah, because then you start to ramble like an idiot. No, I won't be MLBA, PA trying to figure out one deal. Dude, that's, that's- yes. Go MLB to get your shit. We'll see. All right. And that's where we're going. For Williams, Randy Hall, I'm Sean Ward. We'll talk to you guys next time. We go.
my section, get hit at my section at 12. Gonna find your ass way in New Orleans. Watch out, bit, I'm jugging. Dissect your hand if your hand in my put and put two in your man if your man keep a looking. Act like a pussy, your panties get tooken. I'm not the type to go fuck with them niggas who fuck with them niggas who stay on some fuck shit. Young and trapping out the band, though. From the ceiling fan to the damn floor, trying to stack my money up.